Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Be The Frequency podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter, and this podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wealth, quantum physics, and spirituality. I help bring you practical tools to be able to understand and utilize the subtle energy realms to work for you to create the most abundant life. I have been everything from a single mom living off food stamps, being a makeup artist and feeling so lost, to building a six-figure business, attracting the love of my life, traveling the world and feeling incredibly aligned with my purpose here on earth. With my background in healing and being on the road to getting my PhD in integrative medicine myself, along with many other incredible guests are going to share with you how to actually change your habits and shift your frequency so you can begin to live the life that you know you were meant to. Are you ready to take the quantum leap? Let's do this. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Be The Frequency podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the six ways to raise your frequency and really how energy speaks to you because I find it so interesting um, because I started, my awareness of energy started in a very different way, in a very simple way, but now with there being so much online, um, you know, social media and so many ways in which we can consume things, whether that be, again, social media, but this could be books like Audible and different platforms like that, podcasts that have really made information something that is just at your fingertips. It's one click away. Um, we really think we have to overcomplicate a lot of things. So a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, I've been doing all of these things and they have like 19 rituals or they're not sure where to start. And what I tell them is I'm like, have you done any of these six? And we'll, we'll get to what those are, but nine times out of 10, they haven't. <laughs> And then they're a little uh, confused as to why they don't feel better. These are some of the, the, the most basics of things. We're not analyzing what's going on in our brain. We're not looking at our thought patterns, which is all very helpful, 100%. I think curiosity is one of the best things to being really self-aware and really getting to know yourself better and notice your patterns and really being able to be the best version of you. But but there are these things that we often overlook and don't take into account and think that they don't affect our vibration. And in fact, in fact, they probably have more of an influence than what you really expect. So the first one, get outside. <laughs> How many of you have probably not really been outside either to walk? The only time you've been out there is to walk to your car or to go get something like to walk into a store, but you have not actually just been outside to be outside all day long, possibly for several days, right? How many of you? Okay, so I want you to get outside in the morning when you're having your coffee, take three minutes or you know whatever your kind of morning routine is, take two, three minutes to just go sit outside, go sit in your backyard, just be outside. Soak up the sun, especially the morning sun before 10 a.m. and after, um, I believe after Five, it depends on what time of the year it is, 5 to 7 p.m., but kind of you're looking at more sunset time. Um, the light during those times will really help regulate your circadian rhythm. It help 
regulates your production of melatonin. Um, so those things are really important on a very biological level, but it also, we naturally crave and naturally expel energy out through our feet. We connect much like you would ground a, um, a power line. We need to ground our energy. So that's number one, get outside more often. Um, walks are great, taking your dog to the dog park, but maybe you know just taking the leash and doing a, a small lap or whatever before you get in the car or afterwards. Um, I always prefer after because they're tired <laughs> and they're not so excited till they see all the dogs. Um, you know, just just take yourself for a little walk around your block, get outside. The second thing, I'm gonna try and keep this um, a shorter podcast so it's an easy listen. The second thing is eating whole foods. Um, I have a lot of clients that say they eat healthy to me and I have them keep a diary of what they're eating and it is um, a lot of what is healthy versions of processed foods, <laughs> still processed foods. Um, the food is, your, is dead, the food is dead. It doesn't have any vibrancy. It doesn't have any life. Um, when you look at plants, the electromagnetic field from leaves continues to stay there even after they're cut. So when you are eating live food, what you are eating is a frequency, not just molecules, right? Not just proteins, carbs, and fats you are eating truly life force energy whole foods not as much uncooked or very little as possible so people are like oh i eat a lot of vegetables but all of them are steamed or fried or roasted and those are really great ways to start getting more vegetables into your diet but i really would encourage you to eat um, some more raw especially like dark green leafy vegetables um, in your diet to help get the life force from your food. The third thing, silence. <laughs> silence. Guys, it, it's interesting as a parent, you're always like, silence is two things. It's really enjoyable and you're like, oh, that feels so nice. And then the, the next thing is like, uh-oh, what are they doing? They're being too quiet, right? But, but our intuition, if it is too noisy in our head if it is too noisy and busy in our life you cannot hear your intuition okay your intuition speaks in silence it speaks in stillness it's small and it's subtle it's not a screaming voice right it's the voice that you're very calm and this is why when your life is chaos, you have a tendency to make more rash decisions and act more out of your ego is because you're not taking the time to really get to know yourself. Um, and if you take the time for silence, even in some of the chaos, you will be more deeply connected with your higher self to be able to listen to the intuition. So one of the things that I've implemented into my routine every single day, and I've been doing it now for almost two years, is I get up and first thing in the morning, even if it's just for one minute, Sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's 10, 20 minutes, depends on the day, but I sit in silence. Just notice my breathing, I notice some of the, the thought patterns, and it's usually the same cycles. You think the same things over and over. Thinking is actually incredibly redundant. You don't often think of brand new things all, all day, every day. You think of the same thing in like a different way, all day, every day. So really, tell your roommate upstairs to be a little quiet, and just, by your roommate upstairs, I mean you, <laughs> in your brain. Um, 
and just really focus on your breath. So you can start to pay attention to subtle things, subtle changes. It'll be easier to listen to your intuition, which then helps you act more according to what your highest self wants. That's the thing is, this is about raising your frequency, getting outside, grounding your energy, eating whole foods, silence, so you can hear your intuition, so you can act from that space, rather than doing things that are out of conditioning or out of a trauma response or something like that. Number four. Number four is movement. We live in a very, very sedentary society. We are not meant to sit all day. In fact, we are meant to be cold and be hot and sweat and move and jump and run every single day. Most of us stay in an air conditioning block majority of the day, never get too cold, never get too hot, never kind of push any type of boundaries as far as movement goes. Movement really helps to not, for a few things, it does make you stronger, it gives you more endurance, but it also helps to cleanse your lymphatic system. Um, It helps move that, which is your excretory system, really gets rid of a lot of the shit, basically not the real shit, but the, um, (laughs) a lot of the toxins. Um, And if there's a toxic buildup, you better believe things like chronic pain, autoimmune diseases, stuff like that are often correlated with poor lymphatic drainage. So movement, exercise, move. And in a, in as much as possible in a non-linear fashion, So maybe not walking or running. Those things are great. Jumping is great. But things that are a little bit more dynamic, dynamic movement is really helpful for that. So moving. But just start. If you have a no movement routine right now, just start by walking. Right? Just start by walking. And then maybe you're like, you know what? I'm going to do three sun salutations before I go. I'm going to go on my walk. And that's it. And then I'm going to come home and I'm going to do cold therapy. I'm going to hop in the shower and I'm going to keep it on cold for one minute. And I'm going to stand there. And then I'm going to turn it to warm. Look at how much you did all in one of just really exposing your body to different elements, shocking your your system. Again, getting the lymphatic system to drain all of those things. The fifth one. Fifth one is connection. So we have number one, get outside. Number two, eat whole foods. Three, silence for movement five connection we are not meant to be alone you're not meant to do it all you're not meant to be the one woman or one man show you're meant to live in community there's a reason why the most severe punishment is always isolation talk to a friend if you're feeling down don't go be by yourself and wallow. I don't mean wallow in like a bad way, but your brain is already in your thought patterns or in this spiral. Connect with people, somebody who can help you. And this might be a therapist, it might be a healer, but it also might be a friend or a parent, a partner. We're meant to be together. So make connection a active part of your life. That might mean that you have to send out a text once a month, like once a month you have You send out, hey, just thinking about you. How are things going? Last time we talked, this was going on. Is that still working out for you? Make it a point to connect with people. And number six, and the most important, always come back to love. Always, 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 always. If you're going through a hard time, 
and you don't feel very loved or you're really judging yourself or shaming yourself for making these decisions. Why do I keep doing this? I'm still in this cycle. Give the person who is even concerned that you're making poor decisions some love. How monumental that you have this awareness. You know, when kids do something and you know that they just don't know any better and they haven't learned yet, you're not angry, you're teaching them. You're showing them grace and compassion. Give that to yourself. Show people that you love them, acts of service, acts of kindness, always is there a way that I can come back to love, whether it be for myself or for somebody else. Love is the highest frequency there is. It's love and gratitude. So you might need to, to sit down and write out because you're having a really hard time thinking about what it is. And you're like, okay, well, I'm just, I'm grateful I'm breathing. <laughs> I'm grateful that I get to have today to make a, another choice. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head or that I have, you know, people who love me even if I'm on my worst days or whatever that be. Just kind of start that dialogue of how you already know to be true that there is love in your life. So that way you can continue to see more of it. I hope moving forward that you can kind of come back to this simple list. It doesn't have to be complicated. If you're feeling off, go back. Do I need to get outside? Do I need to eat more live foods? Do I need to just slow down and take a moment of silence? Do I need to move? Have I not, have I been too stagnant? Do I need to connect with people? Am I feeling lonely? Am I harboring some judgment, resentment, or harsh feelings that I could transmute into love? That I could, instead of looking at things in, in such a way that creates more animosity or more hurt, can I find a way to shift into more love? Even if I'm not prepared to do it for myself or do it for the particular situation, are there other ways in which I am being shown that or have been shown that so that I know that there's other opportunities out there? Those are the easiest ways, you guys. It doesn't have to be complicated. And in fact, if you came back to those six things on a daily basis, it would help regulate your energetic and physical body so much more than I think you can even fathom. Because we live in a society where all of these things are not priority. Where the state of your health and your wellness is only determined once you get to a point where you're breaking and you have to see somebody. Why can't these be things that we do every single day? When you keep your frequency and keep awareness around how you're feeling every single day, you're actually able to hold the frequency that you want more easily. I love you guys. Till next time. Cheers. <laughs>